1: I got a lot of shine Running up and i that's a lot of crime
2: Try to take it from me, must be out your mind I need time, a lot of Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime Black is running over with a dollar sign Try to take it from me, must be out your mind I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Mao in the building Uh Today we are talking the running back position, if you've been following our uh, position breakdowns, we, we originally did the quarterback position. If you want to go see that, you can check that out. Uh, but, hey, talking about the running backs, position breakdown. Uh, let's talk about this, this running back group. You know, Miles Sanders leads the way here. Uh, we're going to talk about briefly. You know, my, Miles Sanders, the expectations are very high. We have the role players in – Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, Huntley, you know, coming, coming, coming into the mix. And then, uh, you know, you you got Kennedy Brooks as well, uh, undrafted free agent running back out of Oklahoma. Um, So we start with Miles Sanders. I mean, but first of all, before I get into Miles Sanders, you guys have uh, anything you want to say just overall about the running back position?
0: Um, I mean, generally, the past few years, uh, we've been heading into the season. I feel like with a running back by committee type uh, type of mentality, and I'm going to be honest with you, uh, judging by the fact that we haven't really changed the running back room up at all, uh, I think we're going to continue to see more of that. I think it's uh, I think we're going to have a healthy mix of the top three guys, that being Sanders, Gainwell, and Scott. Um, but other than that, I think uh, I don't think there's going to be a true you know uh head and shoulders running back with better stats than the others this this year
3: yeah i agree with that uh i think that that's pretty much running back by committee unless you have like a Travis henry or you know what i mean you you got like a travis henry you got a king henry you got a zeke and even zeke was getting his workload ate into, right so like running back by committee is the is the way to go um i like the fact that scott Gainwell and sanders all do things a little bit differently, right? That like Scott is kind of the mix between Gamewell and Sanders. Um, Sanders could get between tackles. Gamewell should be able to eat out of the backfield in regards to receptions. So it gives you a, a different taste, but all of them can run, right? So it's not like you're necessarily telegraphing what you want to run uh, as far as plays. Excited about it. You know, Gail earlier was mentioning that um, Hertz is going to eat into running back production no matter what. I think that in the ideal world, we see less running from Jalen Hurts and more productivity from our running backs. When you had running backs last year that really weren't necessarily doing what we needed them to do, puts more onus on Jalen Hurts to make that production happen. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about the running back group, man. Kennedy Brooks is somebody I actually like sneakily enough. um, I think if not this year, certainly next year can make a push to be on the the, the active game day roster.
2: Uh, You talk about the running back group.
3: You know, uh, or the running uh, back position,
2: or maybe or took the running game. You know, leading the league and rushing, 159 yards per game. Um, that that was exciting. There was a time where Eagles fans and and the the fan base was highly upset with the coach yeah. about running the ball. We geared up right right towards the midseason, and it was this. Uh, it was enjoyable to watch. You, you talk about. Jalen Hurts, his first season, full season as the starter uh, of the squad. You, you, you got to give him a running game. That's that's really what we wanted. So at the end of the day, let's talk about the running back position and Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. It's 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 weird. There's there's support for Miles Sanders uh, out there. I think I'm supporting Miles Sanders. You know, coming in at to two hundred and eleven pounds age 25 this is fourth year in the league going into his fourth year uh miles sanders is a guy who's got the home run hitting ability he's a guy that has broken off some major runs uh, over the over the last couple years we know he's got that juice what you want from him is to be consistent and stay healthy i mean obviously uh is he getting the amount of touches that the rest of the running backs out here are getting these days?
0: I'm just trying to fix my light right now. I don't think that miles Sand to answer your question. No, Uh, Miles Sanders isn't getting fed the ball enough uh, right now, just like my light isn't getting fed enough electricity. Um, You know, it's it's a crazy thing how we have a guy like Miles Sanders who, if you just look at uh, his yards per carry on paper, you're like, this guy should be one of the top running backs in the league. But he doesn't get fed the ball like he is, and he doesn't end up in the end zone like that. Uh, and I think a big part of that, obviously, is Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts had, you know, uh, an abundance of rushing touchdowns last year, and he was able to capitalize on being in the red zone and – Uh, You know, when everything, when everyone out, when wide receivers are out there uh, pulling defensive backs out into coverage, he was able to find those holes and end up in the end zone himself. So I think that's why his uh, Miles Sanders production has really struggled.
3: I think also availability, right? Like the best ability is availability. Uh, was that two years in a row, past two seasons. Played 12 games, though. 12 games. But we're talking 16, 17 game seasons. And so when you only contribute in for 12 games, that's not going to necessarily get you to where you're looking to get. And also he plays nicked up, right? Like it wasn't just the times that he sat like in-game injuries, times he'll come out the game, come back in. And so there are definitely components to it. Um, I would love to see Miles Sanders get used more as a receiver, like he was his rookie year, but he have, I think, 50 catches his rookie year Mm -hmm. um, for 509 yards and another three touchdowns. And so, really being able to use him as like the multifaceted back that he is, I think is in the best interest of the Eagles just in general. Miles Sanders was never really like the between the tackles punisher. And so I don't know that he'll ever evolve into that role. I don't think that that's the role that he's best suited for. Um, But yeah, man, I like Miles Sanders. Um, I don't know what you do with him because do you read? Like, I think the biggest question, you know, is do you resign him after this year? Right. And like, what does that money look like? Because putting money long term into running backs is usually not a wise investment, especially if you like reset in the market to pay them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, overall, I'm like, it's either put up, put up or shut up. I mean, he's, he's going to have to yeah. have a phenomenal year for the Eagles to actually want to pay, pay up the money. But yeah. uh, shout out to Prime in the building. Uh, we're right, on, we're right on Miles Sanders. Uh, how are you feeling about uh, Miles Sanders?
4: Uh, you know, I'm a Miles Sanders fan, opposite of what that guy up there feels about him. Um,
0: I feel, I feel like that was directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm,
4: I'm, I'm looking forward to what he's he's bringing to the table this year. I mean, I uh, got to catch up with him at the um, Autism Challenge. His attitude seemed like you know he was all there. Um, he's definitely asking for you know, the coaching staff to get, have a little bit more faith in him. Um And, you know, at the end of the day, he knows that it falls in their hands to make that decision. Uh Me as a fan, I'm big on Miles. uh Disappointing year last year. I mean, he did his thing, but, you know, the touchdowns, the stats didn't really show that. Uh So I think, you know, he's definitely got a lot to prove to himself and to the fan base this upcoming year. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got. You know, I definitely am not one to close the door on him. Uh oh, well. You know, on top of that, I gave him a spot on the wall, so he's got to come through. You know what I mean for for that reason as well. So I'm all, you know, I'm I'm all in for to see what uh, Miles is all about this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, do do, do do we do we do we think that the fan base is uh, pretty tough on Miles Sanders? Yeah, a, a portion is. of a portion Absolutely.
3: of the a portion they, of the fan base. They,
4: they Evan, definitely are. They yeah. definitely Evan, are. Evan, Evan
3: is. I think Amen. it's justified though, bro. Right, that like yeah. you know we had when we took him in the second round. He came in high hopes, high expectations. He hasn't broken a thousand yards rushing, he's broken a thousand yards in total yards of offense. But as and then to have no touchdowns last year, I think was sort of the icing on the cake for some folks, right? That like you have this expectation of running backs to be able to do very specific things. I think we struggle to we watched Miles Sanders struggle last year to kind of do some of those things for the Eagles consistently. But we always hard on players, right? Like, who are we not hard on? We hard on our, each other as fans. So, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, players have expectations, too. Um, and I hope that his expectations far exceed what we think of him, um, because in the end of the day, man, you got to believe that you are that guy. Um, and I wonder, does he believe it that he's that guy?
0: Yeah, I, I think it was just an unfortunate set of circumstances. I don't think that Miles Sanders is incapable of being a top 15 running back in this league. I Not think he has all the skills to be there. Uh, I think last year, like I said, how Jalen Hurts just took a lot of those red zone touchdowns uh, that really ate into his stats. And, but like, you know, when the the season's all said and done, A lot of what people do, uh, a lot of majority of what the fan base does, is they go back and just look at what the stats were for the year. And then when you do that, you don't see the story that gets painted behind that and why those stats are the way that they are. Um, But, you know, if you look at Miles Sanders' stats, he's sitting there with less touchdowns than Jalen Rager last year. So fans, rightfully, are upset.
2: I mean, it it also is his his scoring here. I mean, mean, you talk about uh – you know, 38 points his his rookie year, 40 points his uh second year, last year, two points. It's I mean, that's gotta sting as a running back. I I know it just is what it is, but I, I found some stats where you can compare running backs and just to get a little spectrum, uh we have Aaron Jones versus Miles Sanders. Uh any any of these stats
3: stand out to you right off the bat? They've been, and I should know the answer to this, they've been in a league the same amount of time. So this is like an apples-to-apples comparison. Mm -hmm. The fact that Aaron Jones has played 29 more games games than Miles Sanders is bananas. That jumps out to me. (laughs) Look Look at the Russian touchdowns right there, 41. Yeah. Tonight. But he was all, but like Aaron Jones also was relied upon very differently in that Green Bay offense than, you know, how we, how we use Miles Sanders. Well, yeah,
0: look I mean, at, look at how much more effectively Aaron Jones gets into the end zone though, too. Yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. can, you can say, you know, he had twice as many rushing attempts, but I mean, if that were the case, then Miles Sanders should be ballparking around 18 touchdowns. Um, yeah. I, I just think that. He's, he's the dude knows how to get into the end zone. And uh, obviously when you are playing with Aaron Rodgers, you know, one yeah. of the best quarterbacks in the league, he's going to take some pressure off.
3: And Devante. Right. And like, again, just the way they use Aaron Jones is just very different than how we use Miles Sanders. That like, they're not even showing the like receptions component here. Aaron Jones, is, he does it all. Um, which Miles Sanders can too. Is just like the offense doesn't ask the same things of him.
4: Yeah, it's a it's a different type of uh, game, you know, game style of game, especially with Green Bay yeah. and us. But no excuses. At the at the end of the day, they both came into the league at the same time. You see the stats right there. We know we know uh, Miles is capable of breaking for a, a good run. We know Miles is capable of getting in the end zone. But yeah. the key thing was Miles just can't stay healthy. That's yeah. always on the back of our minds these past couple of years. That's what's been on the back of our mind. Um, you know, so. Right there, that, that's the comparison that, you know, you got to think about. Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, this man stays healthy. So, I mean, if he's healthy, he's around every week, they're going to go ahead and rely on him. With, with Miles, they're going to, you know, definitely fall back a little bit on the attempts because they're scared he's going to get hurt. Then we can't afford to go have, you know, have him go hurt for a few weeks, uh, rest of the season, that type of stuff. So that's definitely, you know, something that plays the mindset with, with the coaching staff. Do I go ahead and take this chance or do I go ahead you know, I'm in here, you know, this guy's here every week, healthy and all that stuff. Let's go. Let's run for, it.
0: For what it's worth, though, I mean, like I we talk about how they have different both teams expect different styles of running from their respective running backs. I like the way the Green Bay runs the ball a lot better mm-hmm. than us. Just, just point blank. Period. It doesn't even have to be Aaron yeah. Jones. Like you, you think back across Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' entire career, he's mm-hmm. always had a solid dude in the background. It's always a big body dude that is able to just knock people the hell over. And that's you think sweet.
2: about that old Eddie Lacy back in. The I day. think about that yeah, yeah. that offense, that often, the passing attack can keep always keep the safeties back. So you can't, you know, you not not really trying to bring guys into the box when you have sure. guys like Devontae Smith and you know. But I mean i said, but that's a great adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you
0: you have an elite quarterback and that forces you know everybody out of the box and then you could you get a big body running back, you can run people the hell over.
2: Yeah, and I I just hope he takes AJ
0: Dillon's the next one. He Mm -hmm. takes
2: this uh you know this season to to propel his game. Like Mm -hmm. the whole idea of him being doubted, that's cool because like when he comes in He's he's pissed off and he's angry. That, that's you know if if that makes him play better or if he if he feels like he has to show and prove, hey man, just show it on the field and like Kelsey says, change the narrative.
4: I I honestly feel like he doesn't have a choice, man. I mean, this is like his do or die season because you know the way the way the game style has been played for the past few years, teams teams tend to have a tendency of forgetting about running backs, man. You know, absolutely. So, you know, at the end of the day, he could be forgotten about throughout the whole league, if they see that, you know what I mean? So, I think he definitely has a lot to prove. So, I think his mentality, his mindset coming in this year is going to be serious.
3: And what William said right here, I definitely agree with, because if you watch Sanders on tape, you see a lot of dancing between the tackles, right? That, like, he's a lot of times trying to use his speed to stretch plays outside. When your interior offensive line are, like, eating folks up, right? So, like, the hole is there, and he's just not hitting it. And so, like, that's another one of those places where – You have to take a significant step forward, Um, especially now in year two of the same offense of like, are you taking advantage? Like people say you got to get what's blocked. Right. And then add on top of that. If you're not getting what's blocked, you can't be out there. Boston Scott is going to get what's blocked. Right. Kenneth Gainwell is going to get what's blocked. And so, you know, are you a detriment at that point because you're trying to do too much because you know that you're a superior athlete? And so I just want to see Miles Sanders stick to the system. Get was blocked, follow those blockers and make plays, man. Because he's fully capable as a starting running back. Mm-hmm. When
2: you know you got that kind of juice, like sometimes you try to hit the home run as a running back. Of like, again, it's different. You know, it's the NFL and like the nickel and dime stuff is not bad either. And that's where you, Jordan Howard, sneaks his little yeah. uh, big old head coming. Hey, this is what I do, and I think that's where that's what this offense is looking for—that guy who's going to get the nickel and dimes, Kennedy and Brooks. Push you know push 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 the pocket uh but moving right along i mean you know, we we could either i mean the, in the heart of hearts we'll go around the room who is yours we'll start with this guy after we figure out who is rb2 right now in your in your hearts hmm.
0: in my heart are you asking about in my heart or my brain we got we got <laughs> that's, that's two different answers
2: <laughs> we, we got we got four people so it could it could either go break even or it could sway one one direction
0: dude i mean there's something about both um, Boston Scott and Greg Ward, man, when they came onto this team, the time that they did, and they Mm -hmm. were, they were guys that people, I want to say kind of counted off. I mean, that was a season that was rough, dude. Um, that, That was obviously the end of the Carson Wentz era, the beginning of the end of the Carson Wentz era. And, you know, we had guys that, that showed up that were, you know that ended up being un- unsung heroes and how boston scott continually year after year just uh dominates the new york giants the giants how, how can i how can <laughs> i not give my man his flowers bro yeah yeah, so
3: boston scott, scott. Okay. yeah.
0: all
2: right uh prime who you got bro i i
4: i
0: got i gotta go with evan man boston
4: scott definitely got my you know uh my attention last year he definitely got my respect um you know, besides him being the giant killer, man, that dude is hungry every play. Like, he goes yeah. 110, not 100, 110. He hits that hole. He hits it hard. Um, you know, he's hungry. He's hungry to stay in the NFL. He's hungry for a starting job. He's hungry for a contract. You know, he's hungry to put food on that table. Like, he's hungry, man. And you can tell that's his mentality every single play. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if Byron, I mean, if Boston's in that huddle telling them, give me the ball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every single play, because you could just see like he's just that guy that wants that play every time. So um, watching him in Washington, Washington in the Jets game, like watching watching him do his thing. Like I love the kid. The kid. The kid is you know his energy. He, he gives the fan base energy. So I, I love his play, man. I think, I think you know he's definitely RB two. And you know Miles, look. You know last week we were talking about. You want that player you want that person behind you to come with that energy and bring the best out of you boston is going to be that dude that's going to bring the best out of miles like you know don't be surprised he comes in the morning and be like yo i'm coming for your spot you know what i mean that's that, that that's what i that's the mentality i see out of boston
3: interesting uh i just, I just want to throw it out here the fact that boston scott has 13 rushing touchdowns or 228 total career carries so, like, we talk about how, you know, Hurts was eating into, um, Hertz was eating into the, the production of the running backs. Boston Scott had seven rushing touchdowns last year. So, you know, I like Boston Scott. I'm going to go with Kenneth Gainwell, though, mm-hmm. for me. Um, I think that Gainwell adds juice into this offense that Boston Scott doesn't necessarily. And Kenneth Gainwell is probably the best route runner that we have as a running back. Um, I really want to see him be able to get more opportunities out of the backfield. I would love to see a split backfield with Gainwell and Scott or Gainwell and Sanders, whoever it may be. But I think Gainwell is somebody that's going to have a really su- a surprisingly good year this year. That's going to set him up to be the RB moving forward as like a 1B with like a bigger back that could take on some of that between the tackles work. But he could run between tackles, too. Right, they that like, you know, I'm excited about what Kenneth Gainwell brings to this offense and just to this team in general. You need Boston Scots for sure, because those are the dudes, the glue guys, like Prime said, that just play with all the heart. But like you need the Kenneth Gainwells, too, because you need the skill guys that can make advantages out of linebackers and safeties and other players. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm excited to see what Gainwell does this year. I mean, uh, do I have to do tiebreaker or just
0: I'm, yeah, out, I just, I'm, I'm. You say your honest, honest said answer. answer. That's
2: no, all. I, I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm just thinking out loud, guys. I'm just thinking out loud. Because <laughs> uh, my, my my heart says, uh, my heart says, um, Boston Scott. Because I feel like he, he earned. Like he's kind of he he keeps getting doubted, but at the end of the days, he's yeah. he's always he's been reliable, um, and yeah. very That's steady. Cool. I still I feel like the competition now is for GameWell to overtake that RB two position and, yeah. and be more consistent on the inside. I think down by the goal line, I mean, Kenneth Gainwell down by the goal line has also been, uh, he's been solid as well. I think I just, I feel like I I love the, I love the, uh, you know, three headed monster approach. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm all for getting another running back. I'm always about getting a middle back, a middle round running back every year until mm-hmm. you have a solid group. I mean, I'm, these days of paying for a running back, these guys break down very easily. Um, what what about uh,
0: what about trading for a proven talent like Kyle O'Brien suggested?
3: You know, I keep
2: – did
0: that keep, the year we won the Super Bowl. Keep that. You gonna
3: you have to break the bag to keep them, though. So it depends on what you're giving up, right? Because, like, Kareem Hunt is going to want to get, ex, like, sign like a top five running back, and that top five running back money you're, is done.
4: Right, bro. But LeGarrette LeGarret wanted the same thing too, you know what I mean? Yo, just get whatever you can get out of them and then
3: keep moving. Wait, I
2: think was he getting paid like six mil, um, Kareem? How much is Kareem making? Sorry, so you're going to definitely have to make room for that. And I feel like in theory, would it would be amazing with our running attack. I'd be like – like, that kind of move right there would be like, bro, that's – Six like, mil. Yeah, six mil. Yeah, so like – we're like 30th in cap space, so I feel like it's a move that we probably, I'd rather, I'd, you know, believe it or not, having Dillard as a, a
3: backup. Yeah. Uh, that is, that's, I'm a worried about that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if it's like a pick, right? Like, like if we could give up a mid-round pick for kareem hunt i do that all day and twice on a sunday um and then like what prom said you know get a year out of them if negotiations break down let them walk but if it means giving up like a, a quality player to get him in return losing depth along the offensive line for a running back is just that nah, just to me doesn't yeah, make sense i agree with that, yeah, I agree
0: yeah. with that.
3: so i'm um, so so talking
2: about boston scott since he's our rb2 like uh, Who said that? Well, it's three against one, so <laughs> we, we we will talk about Boston Scott first. Uh, I think Boston Scott, as a player, he's you know you, you look at I call him the human care bear. That 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 role used to go to Darren Sproles, Darren Sproles. but
1: mm-hmm.
2: do you think you're going to find another five six running back who's dynamic as a I'll, you t- know.
0: I'll tell you what, after Sproles and Scott, I guarantee the Eagles are going to try. <laughs> the next time well, we, the next time They tried Donald Humphrey,
3: and that yeah. and that went flat. That yeah, didn't that, work. Out. That was a disaster.
1: That was
0: he a got disaster. the NFL logo tattoo though. That's what's important. Yeah, <laughs>
2: but but I feel Not like friend, I feel like, dude. yeah, but I feel I feel like uh, Boston Scott. He's been a guy who's been reliable. He's been consistent. He's a, a guy who keeps showing up. We talk about the giant killer. We talk about, uh, you know, bringing in uh, Kenny Gamewell to take his position last year, still showed up. So I feel like he's a guy that you can rely on. And when it gets cold out there, he's still, he's still ticking at the end of the season. But um, how are you guys feeling about Boston Scott?
0: What do you mean? Like for this year? I've, yeah. I've, I mean, I, I have high hopes that he's going to continue to perform. Um, it's, it's one of those things that like, I don't think that Boston Scott has a tremendously high ceiling, but I think yeah. he has a very, very good lo- uh, floor. I think that yeah. it, you're not you're not going to be blown away by what Boston Scott does, um, but you can rely on him um, when you need to. So that, that in itself is very important. He's not going to be he, – he's not cut out to be a running back one in this league, but that's not a diss on him. That's just, yeah. you know, he's a very solid role player in this
4: league. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the comparison to Darren Sproles was just, like, key right there. Just being compared to one of the greatest to ever do it, That's that's big. So, I mean, Boston Scott – he fits well, you know, with our scheme and he shows that every week route running is great. You know, what I mean he's reliable on with the receptions, he's reliable on the run, he's reliable on staying healthy for damn sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when when, when the plays are, are, are for him to go ahead and take, yo, when I tell you he takes them, he takes them, man. And you know, it, it, it's it's a break like he could easily break one. And when he breaks one, I'm ready to see the robot come out of that dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I I'm I'm excited. So like I said. When I tell you, you know, I he I gained so much respect with him throughout the years. It's like Evan had mentioned earlier, you know, Boston Scott and Greg Ward were those two that you know what I mean you clinged on to. But with Boston Scott, it was like more, you know, I got I got more I got more love towards him because yo, know, this dude, the hunger he brings every single week is just like ecstatic, man. So I, you know, I, I love I, I love the fact that you know what I mean he's still on the squad, and you know he's here to keep on you know uh, moving forward in the league.
3: Yeah, Boston Scott's hard to kill, bro. You know, like you said, Kenneth Gainwell came in. He was supposed to knock Boston Scott off for that RB2 position. Scott is still here. He's still under contract. He's probably going to play the entire season as an Eagle. Um, I like Boston Scott a lot. I I don't know. I like the diminutive running backs. I like the dudes that everybody sleeps on, you know, that that don't have the size or perceived skill necessarily to be – standouts in the NFL that continue to prove people wrong. I'm all about underdog stories. And Boston Scott is arguably, right now, one of the biggest underdogs, definitely on the Eagles, but maybe across the entire NFL in a running back position. So, you know, me choosing Gainwell wasn't a knock on him. Um, I believe wholeheartedly in Scott's ability to be that glue guy that he's going to do whatever they whatever they ask. Right. He's like the Zach Pascoe. That's why you bring dudes like him in. Greg Ward, they're going to do whatever. If you ask them to cover kicks and punts, if you ask them to go get water, to pick up trash, to run for 100 yards, they're going to do whatever you ask of them. And like you need team players like that. They're they're worth their weight in gold. Thankfully, he don't weigh a lot, so you don't got to use a lot of gold for him. Um, but, you know, I love Boston Scott, man. I think that he'll eventually, as the season progresses, take more and more of a backseat to well. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back as an eagle again if we move on from Miles Sanders and then they find, like you said, that middle-round big back that could take on some of that between-the-tackles work.
2: We got we got Burman here. Uh, kind of He's kind of spitting a little venom uh, talking about Scott. Choked against the Giants last year. I mean, he, he did fumble, but he he rarely does put the ball on the ground. Uh, and then follows up with a. The running back room is very basic. Like, how is this group basic? I feel I feel like this is very as in, in in totality, this whole group. 17,
4: 17 games, and he's just quick to go ahead and point out two of them. Man, like, come on, like, I get it, but you know, I mean, Boston Scott, the the, the man, the man's, you know, he he's. He does the robot imitation, but he's a machine. Like, he, he he's stacked, bro. So, I, right. you can't hold those two games against him. Like, yeah, he's not going to, like, all right. So, because he didn't repeat the same thing the next year, you can't just go ahead and close the door on
0: him. Let, let me ask you guys this question. Because, like, I, listen, I don't think that this running back room is basic. But I don't not think long. that Birdman's criticism, like, do you guys expect the same success in rushing that we had last year? I mean, Absolutely. we we kind of killed it. Like, I I don't really expect those same types of numbers. Yeah. And even with saying that, that's with Miles Sanders' zero touchdowns that we mm-hmm. had an exceptional year. So I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I th- I I think that we may be kind of thinking that this running back room is a little bit better than we – I don't know, but man.
2: You, I do I feel like the offense, the way it was set up, it was going through a period of, like, you know, training wheels, trying to figure out what this yeah. offense was, what Hurts was. Yeah. So when the whole league defensively kind of is kind of gearing up towards, this is what kind of offense you're going to run. And we're going to, we're expecting what, you know, the running game to be a big part of it. Now add AJ Brown to the mix. Now add Devontae Smith in the second year. Now add Quez Wackett pushing back safeties. Like let let's now let's, let's, Dallas Cod- Goddard in the team's. Now it's getting a little it's getting a little crazy now mm-hmm. think about that I mean so you know our offense could be a little bit more high powered and we could see a little bit uh, I, I,
0: if, know, I mean I, if we I, are I see. ultimately if we're a more well balanced team next year we're going to be better across the board. I mm-hmm. think that the reason that we had a lot of struggles early in the season is because we were very one-dimensional. We were trying to force the passing game when we really weren't that yeah. good in the passing <laughs> game at all. And uh, once we were able to find our strength in in rushing, we were able to find some success. But ultimately, like you said, Gail, once we brought in A.J. Brown. We got second-year Devontae Smith. We got better as an offense. And it, I think that we also got more well-balanced. And I think that that can, you know, Th- uh, result in a lot more touchdowns.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: stack a box right. with these guys, AJ and Devontae. Yeah. Keep, keep doing that. Keep
2: doing yeah.
0: that. I mean,
3: Quez, right? Like, got her split them out into the scene. Um, yeah, the, the offense will be different. I think that in the end of the day, I hope they don't get too far away from the running game, right? They're like running the football well it's still a key part of ball control and good football. I think that we get caught up in these like high, high powered passing teams and think that that's the only way to win football. Football still goes through defense. Football still goes through toughness and toughness is that your offensive line beating the brakes off folks throughout an entire game. Yeah. And I don't want to see us, you know, wasting the opportunity, especially on that left side of the line to just run behind my lot and Dickerson, man, and just watch them horse people log in. As a person that watches film, I love watching offensive linemen. Uh, That's arguably my favorite position to watch. And so, you know, I'm really hoping that they don't get too far away from the running game. But, yeah, more balance is imperative, man. Um, And you have the skilled players to do it.
2: And now you talk about skilled players uh, as we move right along. Um, Kenny Gainwell. uh, I mean, before we get to Kenny Gainwell, Sanders over under. Six TDs this year. Considering this, under. considering
0: this doesn't say rushing TDs, I'll go over. I'm going to
2: under. Okay. <laughs> prime, what you got?
0: I got
4: over six rushing TDs.
2: Okay. Ooh, I, 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 I'm, feeling, no I'm, I'm feeling prime on it. I'm feeling prime on that. I think it's you're gonna see some different juice this year. We put
0: money
3: on this
2: What's it's, up? It's, it's gonna be retaliation. Which you want
0: to put remember put you
4: got a kid on this
3: you got a kid on the, on
4: the way that's what
3: I'm saying I'm going to trick my baby money that you're going to be paying for this credit for this <laughs> but cradle what, for but this but cradle, what
4: I'm i not trying to take away from you I'll <laughs> <laughs> I, I make, I make a deal with you you can hand me the money but then I'll give it right back to the little one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that deal bro <laughs> should I try and find some saxophone for this one Kenny G yeah, you gotta play. You gotta play
4: Kenny G song, man.
3: <laughs> oh, that's gonna get whole podcast taken down.
0: This, 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 is brought to you by Streamyard. All right, stop right there. You're only about yeah, but-
4: seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Beat Shazam, Kenny G. Um, yeah, really. I mean, dude, the, the one thing that is my, uh, and it's not even a um, gripe that I have with Kenny G. It's the fact that we just went away from using them at the end of the year. Um, Like I'm looking at uh, all the game logs for last year and starting at November 7th, we played the LA chargers. Um, He had two rushing attempts following week. He had two rushing attempts. He didn't do much with either of those attempts, um, but then he was inactive the following week followed by just aside from the New York jets game he didn't get used for three weeks yeah. and he was active. And I, that was one part where um, I felt like Kenny G he started to find success midway through the year. And then we just ultimately drifted away from him. And yeah. that was something uh, from the coaching staff. I didn't, I couldn't comprehend, couldn't really wrap my head around.
4: Yeah. yeah. You bring a good point there. Cause I mean, it's the truth. Like, you know, just the amount of stats. I mean, the amount of attempts that you just mentioned right there, that was just based off of three games. Mm. And then, I mean, at the end of the day, he has 68 during the year so they finally found a way to go ahead and fit him into the scheme and i think that's what they need to stick to this year i mean we talk about keeping the team balanced i really feel that if we stay balanced i agree with both, all of y'all we stay balanced we're going to be a serious threat that's you know I mean? in this league let me
0: let me break it down to you this way prime cuz you just said he had 68 attempts there was three games he had a 13 12 and 12 so that's roughly half the attempts he had all year came in a matter of three games, which probably somebody was absent for. One of the games being the last game of the year when it was just, you know, yeah. a, th- a throwaway game versus. Right. right, right. So, yeah. like, majority of Kenny Gainwell's use this year was either in garbage time or was just, you know, in a matter of another two games. And that's yeah. the part that is confusing to me.
3: Well, I got a stat for y'all. So, of his 101 touches, 33 of those went for first downs. So roughly a third of his touches were first downs. Yeah, And so like, that's the kind of stuff that I lock into just because it shows like productivity, ability to move the change, especially somebody in like his body type, which is more probably closely aligned to like a slot wide receiver than it is a more traditional NFL running back. But for me, I think that like, again, as the season wears on, I can see the offense shifting away from Boston Scott and giving a lot more of those touches to gain. Well, especially if he can continue to do well in pass protection. Um, but he's to me is like the X factor. He's the ultimate weapon for this offense because you get him out in the flats against a linebacker. He's cooking, right? Like you split him out into the slot versus even some slot receivers. I believe his two way release is good enough to win. And so I'm excited to see what he could bring to this team. Really, I'm just curious what the offensive staff believes he can do because to your point, Ev, like half his carries and touches came in three games and then right. 14 other games he was just missing in action. We have to absolutely, absolutely leverage him better. Um, And even if it's just as a distraction, right, like we split him out and then we go the opposite direction, but like leverage the fact that like he's productive, we can't just mothball that dude. He's way too good for that. Of course.
2: Uh, I think I was talking and my mic went out. Uh, someone called me on my phone, so I might have uh, just disappeared. Uh, but talk about Kenny Gainwell, I, I feel like Kenny G was a guy that I was excited that we got him where we got him. You know, like uh-huh. um, the fact that we got him in what, the fifth round yeah. and the, the production that he gave us. I mean, yeah. talk about even the the opening game in Atlanta, him scoring a touchdown, being a fifth rounder, getting thrown in the middle of a game and being – uh, wildly productive that that was amazing i mean for him to outscore miles sanders for the season that 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 was kind of crazy didn't expect that uh but we did expect to see that flash as a uh as, as a receiving back he showed us that um, we're just hoping that you know between the tackles he becomes a little bit more consistent and, and uh i believe he he can get there i mean he's 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 got good size he, i mean hmm. i mean he, he's five nine two hundred. But you know, he just—he seems built. He's not like a a, a slender dude, but he—what was What was, uh, what was
0: Boston? What was Boston? He was 5'6". 5'7",
3: 203.
0: Yeah. To, you, you hack three inches off of that. He's built like a brick shit house, bro. Oh yeah, oh, Boston yeah.
3: is is built for it, son. Huh? Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's some good size. <laughs> that's why he's able to do what he could do, bro. He's yeah. a freaking cannonball. Like he's just out there just making it happen. But yeah, again, I'm excited about Gainwell, man. Um, when pressed into action, we saw what he was capable of, but also being young, he missed a year because of COVID, right? And so this is sort of like his year. He Last year was like what should have been his last year in college football. This year will now be his opportunity full training camp, second year in the system. Uh, my expectations personally are really high for Kenny Gainwell. We'll see how realistic that is. But in the end of the day, man, I think that he'll be the reason why we feel comfortable moving away from Miles Sanders by the end of the season. Interesting. Very. Mm. Fe- he said that very matter of fact.
0: Pete's asking important questions out here. Yeah, bro. Are you checking that out?
2: I disappeared. You, just, you just disappeared <laughs> uh Pete, I'll, I'll hit you I'm uh in, in about your
4: soul background
3: i hit you in your dms my guy um i get that set up for you uh yeah, but yeah mark mark asking about the merch too man With a merch at yeah you, you see you're trying, to, link, you're trying
0: you're trying gail's trying to make it private the people want what the people yeah, want, the people bro. want it, man.
3: <laughs>
4: i've been trying to tell you bro we're,
2: we're gonna get you we're gonna get we're gonna get you what you want uh now moving right along, you talk about that size. You talk about, you know, we had made, we made mention of Jordan Howard, uh, Kennedy Brooks from Oklahoma. You know, yes, some people sir. thought he was going to be a day three selection. Ended up going undrafted. You uh, talk about a guy who, if you look at his stats, um, was very reliable for the, the Sooners. Okay. You, you talk about as a freshman putting up a thousand yards, twelve touchdowns. Um, you know, as as a sophomore, a thousand eleven yards uh, last season. Um, he had twelve hundred and fifty three yards, thirteen touchdowns. Uh, is he more? Is he a reliable threat in space as a as a pass catcher? I, you know, it's Not yet to be much. seen. Yeah. But I, I feel like he's a guy. You know, as a zone runner in a nickel and dime that we talked about. He's yes, a guy that could make a role on the football team doing can, that.
0: Can you guys just explain to me as, as draft gurus? So I'm looking at, at his stats and I'm just like yeah. 1,253 yards, 13 touchdowns in a big yeah. program like Oklahoma. How is that not worthy of getting drafted?
3: Because running backs are as devalued of a position that exists in the NFL. And so there was like a there was a glut of just really good running backs this year because of that COVID waiver. So there were just a ton of productive running backs. And I think that he just got squeezed out in the margins. Um, I'm gonna let y'all go. But I I, I like Kennedy Brooks. I think that he'll be a a productive football player in the NFL. We'll see if it's for the Eagles or not. But I think he'll be able to squeeze out um, a career for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, just, just looking at the small sample size that like, you know, just watching college highlights and everything I've seen since the draft, since we've got him, I like everything that I see. I, I also love the yeah. look too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Boy, glasses um, is crooked. That's right. Yeah, like, no, you hit him, bro. Um, no, but like, he seems to have all of the skills that we're, that we're looking for here. Um, yeah. I think, and obviously he's able to reach the end zone. I mean, he was almost double digits in every single one of his years that he played. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where he has to work his way up the depth chart. He's got a, a bunch of boys in front of him right now, a bunch of guys that have already proven it at the NFL level, and him going as an undrafted free agent, that kind of hurts his stock. So he has to get out there and prove, um, you know, that he he's meant to be there.
4: Yeah, I mean, for the little bit that I've been following on the dude, um, it's beside me on, again, like what's, what Evan mentioned. How do you not get drafted with those type of stats, and especially coming from the program that you did? But it just goes to also question like what the hell went wrong with running backs in the NFL period? Like where did where did they start losing interest in these guys? Injuries, it's like, bro. Injuries. It's crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean like I mean I think I think the guy should have definitely you know got drafted somewhere. Surprisingly, yeah. he didn't. I mean I, I remember when it, you guys were easily talking about it a, a, a day three, day four possibility, mm-hmm. and look nothing. So it's like, and then there were guys that got drafted, and you're like, why? <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Yeah. Well, I, I know. I know he had an off-field issue that um, was later cleared up, with but the, it was with definitely. The it, 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 on. What's that?
4: With the glasses on or with the glasses off?
2: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was that might be why they crooked, bro. It was. It, it was. <laughs> it, was uh, it was with a female, and it was a situation where mm. people Ugh. were like, "Okay." So I mean, but it was cleared and everything was fine, and then he sat out the COVID year as well. So okay. I
3: mean, I mean for I, me. You know, I don't get into the devaluing running backs. I feel like running back is an important, integral position in the NFL, right? Like, you see teams, you could use a running back by committee, but they still have a running back that's out there and playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, PFF gave Kennedy Brooks a 93.3 grade since 2018, which was second among all Big 12 running backs, uh, most likely behind um, Brees Hall, who got drafted. So, You know, when you watch his tape, what I love is running backs, one cut go. I don't like dancing. I don't like the prancing around. Running back is a tough, hard-nosed position. You put your foot in the ground, you get downhill, you eat what you can eat. And Kennedy Brooks will a 1,000% do that, right? Like he's a one cut go kind of person. He'll get between tackles. He'll make some things happen. He doesn't have wheels, right? Like he's not a 4-3 guy, so he's not going to blow into the secondary and run by people. But if you're talking about that three yards falling forward to keep the chains moving kind of guy, uh, I think Kennedy Brooks can potentially dig himself out a, a role for the Eagles. Definitely an uphill climb as an undrafted rookie. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up on a, the, the practice squad, you know, taxi squad. Also, wouldn't be surprised if he ends up protected. Right. Like one of those. People elected to be protected every week. Yep, because yep. I think that he can absolutely fill a role for the Eagles. Um, I can't wait to see what he does in training camp, right? That like, you know, when the lights come on, that's really what proves it is when, when the lights come on and they out there getting it in with the full pads on, you know, that's who you see are the real football players. Um and Kennedy Brooks has proven in the Big Twelve to be a real football player. So uh, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to at least take advantage of an opportunity if one should make itself available.
0: If I can be real with you guys, I think Feast with Pete hit the nail on the head, man. Um, he talks about comparing Kennedy Brooks to Raheem Mostert and how I'm thinking back to that 2015 season. I remember Raheem Mostert tore it up in the preseason, and that we also had a running back by committee and a lot of we had a full stable. I believe that was around the same year that Corey Clement was coming it was coming into the league, and it was like mm-hmm. both of them were kind of popping off in preseason, and we kind of were like. We're not used to having all of these running backs perform as well as they did. We had to make a decision. We ended up can and Raheem Mostert. And then obviously he goes on to San Francisco and does really well. And now I'm looking at us now and I'm like, we got a lot of running backs that we like on this roster. And I'm thinking, are we going to end up seeing the same sort of story play out for Kennedy Brooks, where he just ends up not making the team based off of numbers. And there was too many guys ahead of him, but he still has a successful career somewhere else.
3: I wouldn't be surprised. I hope it's with us, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kennedy Brooks ends up a five-six year pro in the NFL or he, uh, building
2: uh, airplanes. He looks like he, he's like he looks like a mechanic, like he, he with his hands. Um, he looks like he
0: just created the newest engine for Boeing.
2: Yeah, like I, I built the engine with a bunch of scraps. Like he looks smart in this photo. Maybe it's just the glasses. I don't it's know. Maybe I should get some. Maybe I should get some glasses. Uh but the last but not least, I'm not gonna say he's forgotten, but I feel like he's a guy who's been trying to make his way a role on this roster. Like, you yeah. know, he e- flashed as a kick returner. Um, he's a guy that we got from uh the Lions. And uh, you know, Jason Huntley coming coming in. He said, we got a got a lot of guys on the squad at five nine. Uh 193. <laughs> they, they have a type. <laughs> uh 24 years old. This is uh, he's had three years of experience. Uh, I feel like he's a guy, again, if you're looking at his ability on kick returns, you know, who, 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 we talk about the special teams position. Y- you got, you know, we had um, Rager returning kicks. We had um, Gainwell returning some kicks. Um, you know, you, you got guys out there. You got, you got, a uh, what's his name uh, from uh, Utah, the wide receiver.
0: Oh, uh, oh
2: Kobe. Kobe, yeah. guys that could could use on special team. So that's a role. Like I think Huntley is a guy who's trying to lock down that position, uh, but I think he'll have some uh, competition. What, what do you, what do you guys feel about Jason?
0: Yeah, I I kind of a hundred percent agree with you. I mean, just looking at how full, like I was just saying, with um, being scared about losing Kennedy Brooks, I think that Jason Huntley is just another man that's further down the totem pole and i love his speed i mean four three seven that's explosive nfl speed but as a full package i'm not sure if he has enough to get above any of these other guys on the depth chart um and i agree with what you're saying is i think that his biggest contribution can come from special teams and returning but he also has to earn that position as well like you said Britton covey he's been he's been tearing it up in otas and this it's Granted, it's OTAs. It's still very early, but he's he's making some huge flashes. He's turning heads, and if the coaches really like him, they're going to continue, you know, watching Britton Covey out there. And uh, I really think that as a return man, is Jason Huntley's really only shot to make the squad. Yeah, so,
4: you know, you know how I feel about Rager even returning punts, so I'm definitely all about Huntley taking over that position. Um, I, will, I will push for it. I'll stand outside of the care with a sign saying start Huntley over Rager any day. Um, yeah, but, I mean, look, it's all about the, com- the competition. He's got some obstacles in front of him. I mean, the, you know, the depth chart is serious, so he's got, you know, a serious ladder to climb there. Um, it all depends on how much he comes into, you know, into the season with that adrenaline. I mean, OTAs, he's been catching some uh, spotlights and everything, but, you know, that's OTAs. You know, if he could go ahead and carry that attitude and, and, and that momentum all the way through, that he has a chance, you know what I mean? And I'm definitely rooting for him. Um,
3: you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, same, man. Um,
2: Bob from Down Under talking about uh, little guys not bringing the thunder. No thump. Bye.
3: it's It's true. Uh, in regards to Huntley, I mean, I think that one thing that is working in his favor is the fact that he can play special teams, right? And so when you're talking about, like, these depth positions – in order to make the team as a fifth wide receiver, as a fourth running back, like you're playing special teams and like you're a special teams contributor. Uh And so we already know that like Huntley can contribute in at least the return phase of it. I don't know what like his kick coverage ability is. I'm not too sure about that part, but we do know that he can return. Um, He has speed to burn, right? Like the NFL is definitely about space and pace. And so if you could get a fast dude in space and make some plays happen, why not? Um, I think that he has a, a, a higher hill to climb in my opinion that Kennedy Brooks does because like I can't project what Brooks's role would be within an RB running back committee situation I don't know what Huntley does better than a Gainwell or better than a Boston Scott that he would then leapfrog them for a role on the team like he's just another sort of like diminutive sort of undersized running back another one um and I don't know that he's better at anything than Scott or or Gainwell. Um, but I, I, listen, man, I'll be real for everybody, bro. You know, making the NFL is is, is your dream. It's a dream. That's what you're yeah. working for, bro. I'm never going to sit and, and hate on you unless you're Aaron Rodgers because you're an asshole. Or, but to even anyway, make it to the
0: point though. that they've made it to, bro, is <laughs> an accomplishment in itself.
3: It is, man. And Huntley got drafted. You know, yeah. he, he was productive at New Mexico. Like, he had uh, two really good back-to-back years. So um, I don't know if that necessarily correlates into the league, but not going to root against them. Again, when the pads come on, training camp happens, it's about who's playing the best, who dug in over the off season to be in shape, to come back better, and then who really spent a lot of time with that playbook so that they are not a liability. Um, <clears throat> and if you show up and you take somebody's job, like that's what this is all about, man. But well, it is. Gail talks about competition all the time. So, you know, it, it's, it's going to be competitive. I don't know that he'll shake out as a winner in any of those spots, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone it talks about the explosiveness, but at the end of the day, like it's it's about you know how much you can do at multiple multiple positions. Yeah. He's a gunner, or any any whatever you can bring to the table. Uh, I, I know you m- mentioned Covey. Um, like, if you if you do do anything, if you want to see something this week, go go check out. Um, we talk about that punt return position i mean we'll get into special teams later down the road but um it was a very interesting to watch him talk about punt returning Mm -hmm. it's almost like an art to him yeah and you could tell that he could be a special teams coach uh he actually he was playing he was involved in the plans at utah and setting up the return game so go watch there's an interview uh, on youtube where he The NFL teams asked him to send 15 plays that described his game, like what made him special or whatever. So he sent like a a bunch of plays, and he actually explains why each play is special. And just the way breaks that down, I'm like, all right, this guy, I can see him doing some juice, uh, showing some juice on punt return, but that will be interesting. I got a question for you guys. Who is going to be the second leading rusher? For the Philadelphia Eagles,
3: Kenny Gainwell.
0: I want to be a smart ass and say Miles Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll go Gainwell as well. I'm not even hesitating with that one. Boston Scott,
3: boo! Nah. Who? It's it really a good chance that it ends up Boston Scott? <laughs> Jalen Hurts is not a running back, bro. I'll take some more money. <laughs> Nah, no more money from no more money for you, bro. You're gonna spend well, well, it on Carson Wentz jerseys. I can't well, support that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh Eric says uh Jalen Hurts is gonna be his no. second leader rusher.
0: So no. who do you say? We all answered.
2: Uh I'm gonna go. i i go I'll go Jalen Hurts this year.
3: So wait. Are we talking running backs? Yeah, no, position, the position that second, we've been talking second, about for an hour? Second leading rusher. Who's going to be, oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Like yeah, that. He I just killed we the whole thing about. I thought we were talking about <laughs> running backs. I mean, yeah, second leading rusher. To be honest, Ev is probably right. It probably will end it's, up it's being a Miles it's, it's Sanders. It's with, a
2: like who's I could I could say who's going to be the leading rusher. you could be like Miles Sanders.
3: Is, nah, it, I think it'll end up being Jalen Hurts again, to be quite honest. This is an like actual
0: that. picture from uh, later this year of uh, Jalen Hurts catching up to Miles Sanders in rushing yards. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if Miles Sanders was as big as either of those dudes in that picture, <laughs> we'd be having a very different conversation right now, bro. He, he'd he be leading the league in rushing. Nah, I, I mean... If so, I will rephrase my answer, then I think it's Miles Sanders will be second. I think Jalen Hurst will end up leading the team at rushing again.
0: Uh Puga, you can do that. It won't be at the I don't think it's at the Eagles Pro shop, but you can no. definitely buy a uh like a AJ plate. Brown nameplate yeah. and uh, have it put on. Gail, do you still
3: have the name of that? Um <laughs> Gail, the,
0: Gail, 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 T
2: Gail Will knows who T Will they're on um they're on, on Twitter. But if it's uh, there's there's a place in Philadelphia on South Street, I believe. I got to get the name for that. They do a they did a pretty pretty good job. I've been trying to check who did a better job. I don't want to like, but uh, T will. Uh, you can check him out on um, Twitter. Um, if I can get that for you, I'll send you a DM. Who who's asking, Pete?
3: Hooga. uh Puga.
2: Puga. I'll yeah. I'll, I will text you, my guy. Um. Any questions in the chat that uh, you guys saw that you guys want to go over?
3: I can't see comments tonight. I like not one. even questions. They had me dying, bro. They was calling uh, – they said Huntley looked like a pastor. Uh, <laughs> future doctor was for Kennedy Brooks. I was just laughing at a lot of the comments around the running backs.
0: We, talk, we talked about this one earlier in the show, Eric. Uh, would you trade Dillard for Hunt? Uh, the overall consensus in the room ended up being uh, that – we would rather have depth on the O line yeah, for than sure. an
2: trade for Hunt. I mean, the money wise too. Like, I don't know if it yeah. makes sense that way. I mean, we're thirtieth, right? Now. But again, if Howie wants someone, he could.
0: Yeah,
3: we could we know win. the cap is is a figment of our imagination. Yeah, you can make make, <laughs>
2: make something happen. Uh, last last night we got an opportunity. Um, Mal actually got an opportunity, as so so did I, to go down. They had a barbecue down at the stadium. Yeah. Free food. Nice. Shout out to, uh, Sweet, shout out to Mel, who set that
3: up.
0: What, what was the uh what was the best thing you had there?
3: Food Maybe pie. the mac and cheese. This mac Devontae cheese. Smith jersey is the best thing I had, baby. Hell yeah! <laughs> nice, I new Very nice.
2: I made sure they gave out gifts, so I made sure that I picked you guys up something.
4: Oh, oh work! Thank you. That's thank
2: it. you. Yeah, always, always thinking about it, everyone. My
4: you guys, you my sure guys. Do. appreciate that. Sure do.
2: You know, so uh it was it was it was a good time, man. Like Jason yeah, Vaughn was cool. out there. Throwing throwing balls to uh, the kids out there having a good time. Oh, Trey
3: Trey um, Trey Day yeah. showed up, big dude, man, still big.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, shout outs to Allison too, man. She was uh, it was nice meeting her in person. Um, she was uh, she was dope, and she she was the one that put us on like the raffle tickets. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have known about the free items and gifts she put me on, so I appreciate her. Allison with two L's. But so you right. cut,
4: got that jersey last night from a raffle.
3: Nah, I oh, copped oh, it from oh, the pro store. It was thirty oh. percent off.
4: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I got, I got an extra. Um, I got two of the coupon drinks for y'all too. All right, my man, that's what's up. I
2: copped, I copped the.
3: Uh, he got the same job.
2: I got the same. I picked yeah. up the, the, the Devante, and then Mal's like, my my girl already bought me a uh, Devante. Yo, my when wife.
3: Said, that's not my uh, girl, dog. You're, your wife. You're yeah, killing you're, me if I like you're, that you're, slide. You're, you're <laughs> my baby mother, you feel me? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't want to get in trouble, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: why, why am I going to get? It? I was like, bro, the, at this price, yeah, you 100. Because so I was trying to get the Hurts jersey, but it was like the lesser quality. This is this is a really good quality jersey. So Gail was right. I had to concede that he was correct. So uh, it was the right choice for sure. So the, the thank man, you again. And yeah. would
0: steer you, you when it comes nah, to you. You get more used know. to it as uh, as time goes on, man should Not happen. at all.
3: There It does, man. <laughs> like
2: him, him wearing it tonight. I'm like, oh man, I wish I wore mine. But
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I just look, you know, nowadays I just buy things and I look at them. It's getting, it's getting real weird these days. Like I don't yeah. even like to wear. It, I just like to look at it.
3: Yeah, I was talking about looking. So I bought the car mats too for the for the truck. Nice. Um, yeah, I like okay. it. It was nice, nice okay. little, nice little my, touch for the for the my. truck.
4: My new Eagles bowling ball just – bowling bag just came in.
0: Nice. That's You know what's – you, know you got another...
3: a bowling ball to match the bag?
0: And I got a ball
4: to match the bag, Yep.
0: You know what else you can get too that uh, they're actually relatively cheap? I think they're like 20 30 bucks something like that. Those little lights as soon as you open your car door – and yeah, then yeah, it yeah. will project I, like I, an eagle I, onto the ground. Yeah, I know oh, you got that's it. That's fire. Yeah, that's just nice. And the way it, it oh, turns, man, it's like I, uh, connected to a magnet. So you put yeah. a magnet on like the base of your of your car, and then when yeah. that magnet's touching, and the light turns off, and as soon as it's not, then uh I'll, the light I'll,
4: turns I'll turn on. them, I'll turn them on, on on Club John Night. All right, because I got yeah, I got them nice. on the truck. I got them <laughs> on the
3: truck. Oh man. I told my wife I'm about to repaint the truck, Kelly Green, and she just looked at me like I lost my mind. I'm just serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look for that pl- the name of that place on South Street. You told me the name yesterday. I don't remember the name of it though. Did it, they...
0: you got the uh, Nike limited now.
3: Yo, probably not. Baby, it got a Nike. Look, yeah, look these five. Hold on. Let me move the mic. Let me show y'all what we working on right over here. Uh, I mean, we got the new Nike drone, You feel me? Uh you got the Eagles nice stitching on it. You heard <laughs> <laughs> I would have messed up, bro. I would have bought the, the most fugazi jersey yesterday. They was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> Gil can't. stopped me in my tracks. It's like, yo, come on, brother. You, you can't I'm do that. it will definitely set you straight. Yeah, the, nah, the, me, bro. You, you know bro. the
2: regular jerseys now are $129. What's that? Regular yeah. jerseys are
0: 129 now, yeah, right? They, 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 they boosted it up. Didn't they used to be 120? They used
3: to be like fuck, fuck, damn. Yo, that reminds me of playing Madden. When I used to just hike all the prices up at my stadium and shit. We ain't win no championships, but I had the <laughs> highest, <laughs> I had the highest prices. Seven hundred dollar jersey.
4: Nah, I did, <laughs> oh, I did, that,
3: on, I did that on NFL 2K <laughs> on Yo, I stay hiking my prices up, bro. I ain't playing with y'all.
2: <laughs> yeah. Before I, I know uh we didn't get um your guys' thoughts on the new lettering on the um Malin um prime.
3: Twitter went stupid behind that, bro. Yeah, you, man. You like it I mean, or not? I know we were I know we were
4: going back and forth on the on the DMs about this, but you know, I, I was never really a fan of the Eagle logo facing the one way. I'm glad they moved that, you know, they they decided to keep that.
0: Why did that bother you? Like when you I don't said know, that, man. I was like, I was like, why did, why
4: does that, why you care? I don't, I don't know. I don't have, I don't have an answer. Like as I look at it, because I got one standing in front of me right now. Why as I look at care? it, it just bothered me. I can't really give you I an answer, you. but it just bothered me. I got you. I mean, and then that's like when people put the magnets or the stickers on their car. Like I hate when they put it straight. Put the goddamn thing on the curve. Like make it, you know, what I mean, it's yeah. supposed to look like the eagle logo. Don't disrespect the shit like that. Like I hate it. <laughs> I literally want to peel the shit off of somebody's car and fix it for them when I be going by.
3: Oh, man.
4: Yeah, oh, I don't my. know. I just don't really have an answer for it. But now now the, the lettering, I don't know, man. I mean, look, I yeah. saw it the other day. I'm not a fan of it. But somebody threw that lettering on the Kelly green jerseys. Mm. And Five. I was OK. But then the first thing that came to my mind is it's kind of like a replica of the Jets, Falcons right now. And I'm not okay. feeling that.
0: I got you.
2: I got you. Oh, Pete, um jersey wise, like I don't know if you're looking for used jerseys, but if you like in Philly area, you can go to Play and you can find he jerseys. OCD. I, like, I am one, OCD. that's that's what I was
4: thinking. <laughs> that's, yeah.
3: what that's what it is. Jimmy just answered Word. my question.
4: I'm OCD.
3: OCD, ain't no joke. Yeah, I I'm I'm not as passionate about this as Prime, so I'll start off by saying that. Um I yeah, it is what it is, man. I when I saw the logo, it didn't it didn't hit me one way or the other. You know what I mean? It wasn't some like emotional response. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it. I think it looks very basic. And yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, But we'll see how they apply it and do the things with it. And, you know, I'll reserve my judgment until I see it officially on a jersey. And yeah, but it it didn't do anything for me. I I didn't know that it was necessarily a move that had to be made, right? Like, was this something that had to happen? Probably not. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Todd, I, I feel you, bro. That's, my initial response is that That shit is corny. But then I was like, you know what? They get paid way more money than me for marketing, and I don't know the first thing about any of that. So yeah. I will defer to the experts, and we'll still buy all of this shit that they put it on anyway. So it's not like, you know, we're going to now stop buying Eagles merch. It, I was
0: kind of excited for all of the old logo stuff to get put on sale. I mean, they, they got to make you know, got to make that
3: sale put me on bro i'm
0: just saying you got to make moves for up for the newer stuff i'm gonna be one to take advantage
4: of that because that's
3: my logo like i
0: love that
4: logo so absolutely yeah
2: but then then if you have a tattoo with the old watermark wording mark you're like are you going to get a New version hey, of take, it.
0: Take take it easy, pal. I got a fourth and john tattoo. Not, with the old logo. When I do get
3: my eagle <laughs> tattoo, I'm getting an old logo. I'm not getting that new. I genre. just got the,
0: I just got the head logo.
4: I
2: don't I don't do the wording.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna just get the the same like prompt said, like your hat basically. I'm not doing the whole thing. Mm, mm,
2: mm. Uh Eric, if you want a fourth and john hat, DM me and I'll I'll set you up where you can get one. Uh because we we made them for an event. Exclusive. So
3: it costs a hundred dollars. <laughs> we sell them at Mal's <laughs> Madden Stadium. <laughs> yo, I had the wing, jump, yo, I had the weight. Yo, I had the weight jumping, son. $80 for a freaking t-shirt. And they were copying these bro. <laughs> I was maxing the prices out on them cheese sticks. You better buy that shit.
2: Yeah, I was trying to make a, a custom. I'm working on a custom jacket. So yeah, yo, the so I, I, I sent y'all a picture of them. Yeah, it got to the point where I was at so many Foot Locker's, where I was looking at these jackets, and they, they cut me off. They said I couldn't buy anymore. What? <laughs> I, and I was like, bro, like, I just like, I just bought five no. of them. I'm like, well, you can't, you uh, you you don't want any more
4: of your money. You you're you're
2: good for the day. Like you can <laughs> buy. Good. I was like, you bought like five in the last three days, two days. And I'm like, I was like, what is this business? That's like I'm trying to business, buy. No right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're working on that. Yeah, nice. the jackets look dope, man. Yeah,
0: they do look
4: dope. I've never had a varsity jacket. I'm excited. Yeah. actually,
2: we'll same. See. Same. We'll see. This this whole custom custom is a vibe, anyway. But um, before we get out of here, uh, any any last words? We'll start with you, Mel.
3: Yeah, man. It's always the same thing. Just excited to spend this time with you all. Excited to tap in with the folks that come on and comment. And I love y'all. I love this community. Um, just. Excited for Eagles football. Uh, the running back group, I think, will be really strong. I forget who said that it was like ordinary or plain, not exciting. Oh, I don't necessarily, yeah, basic that's the right word. Uh, that, that was used. I don't agree with that. I think that they're Kenneth Gainwell as a level of explosiveness, Miles Sanders when he's playing his game as a level of explosiveness, um, Boston Scott as a level of consistency, and Kennedy Brooks is a question mark that could really. Evolve into almost anything. So excited to see where this all ends. I still think Jalen Hurts leads the Eagles in rushing. Um, and I just pray that he doesn't get hurt and you know can make it a full 17-game slate and 17-0, and 0, standing on business, ain't nothing change. Uh Super Bowl, my dad told me I was out of my mind, but you know, that's just to be expected when you when you're the only person standing on top of the top of the hill screaming, they're gonna think you crazy till it happens. So 17 and 0. Brian.
4: Yeah, hey, man, I mean, uh, pretty much the pity pack off of that. Like today's episode was good. It was a good topic to talk about the running backs. I'm looking forward yeah. to, you know, seeing what these, these, uh, folks are going to go ahead and do. You know, I mean, I'm all in for Miles, you know, to have a great year. He's definitely got a yeah. lot to prove, a lot to prove to me, to Evan, especially Evan.
0: Um, <laughs> and,
4: so, you know, I mean, it's exciting. Um, uh, you know, other than, I definitely ain't about closing any of the doors on any of these guys. I think they have yeah. all, they all have potential to you know play big um and do big things for the organization so i'm excited uh besides that you know what i mean i appreciate you guys tuning in as always you know what i mean fly you fly
0: yes sir yes, sir um i mean you guys have pretty much uh hit the nail on the head and this whole conversation about the running backs today uh we're eagles fans but i got to talk about another uh, a different bird team bro i my, my heart and my condolences goes out to ravens nation bro. Oh, uh, man, they've been having a bruising. rough couple days. <laughs> Jalen Ferguson, Tony yeah. Saragusa, both passing away over the past yeah. 24 hours. Uh, I just want to offer, you know, my, my condolences to the entire uh, Baltimore Ravens fan base. Uh, yeah, crazy, man. You,
2: you know, I, th- I thought about that. Like, you know, you, you think about two Eagle players passing away on the same day. Okay. Like, yeah. you, know, it, it's you know, you just like. Put yourself in that fan base's shoes, and you're just like, man, that's that's kind of you know, uh, and not not only just a Ravens player, but a a big personality. You talk about sideline guys, where players became a part of like you know game day crews. Like he was yeah. a guy who became Juice, that.
0: Bro, I grew up and, watching. And Tony them,
3: Siragusa played a huge role in that Super Bowl win with Ray Lewis and them boys. Mm-hmm. Like he was the he was the dude doing all the dirty work at nose tackle. So that those running backs, Peter Bulware, you know what I mean, Ray Lewis, like those guys have free runs to the to the running back. So yeah, man, I was uh Jalen Ferguson, what was he 26 when he passed away? Like yeah, you know, 25. more than anything. Always remember that like love on your family, love on the people that you care about, always mind job mental health. Um, sure. because you never know when when that call comes in, you're gonna answer. So uh love on y'all people, man. But yeah, sure. that's why I always tell y'all I love y'all when I get a chance. Cause Likewise, you know, life is too short to not tell the people you care about that you love
1: them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man,
2: for sure. Um 2020, if like if you if you uh DM me on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, I can I can get it to you. Um yeah, I mean just uh following you guys, like you pretty much said everything I was thinking about, but I, I just think uh you know, we, we looked at the running back position. Obviously, season's right around the corner. Yeah. If you haven't seen the quarterback position break down, we, we did that already. I think we should move right along to wide receiver. I think that's a spicy position. I think that's uh. I think the, there's going to be a lot of differences of opinions on the back, <laughs> kind
0: the kind back way of end. Well, <laughs> right. I, I
2: think the four, five, and six. Yeah, like I, I think John
0: final, Hightower yeah. is going to be the number one wide receiver on the team this year. Four, <laughs> the
2: spicy talk. The four, <laughs> five, and six, man. Like that's that's really where that battle is. And I think it's yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see. Like I guess we can we can we could say, well, I think they're gonna keep six, mm. if I'm being honest. One I of them gonna be
0: Britton Covey? So
2: it depends on who the
3: return man is. I mean, if we
2: there's there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to unpack. Save it
3: for the, save it for the next. But, show.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um I think uh if you guys are ready for that, we'll probably be doing that next Tuesday if, if all works out. Yeah, um right. other than that, if you want a fourth and john hat, DM me and I will try to get that done for you and have them made. You just let me know your size and I will go out and oblige. Uh but For me and the dudes, I will see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles. Fly.